Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. This is episode 27, and we are talking Street Fighter Alpha 3, which I played for the PlayStation 1 back in the day. Now, I'm going to be joined by Chris from the Retro Hangover podcast, who very, very kindly came to me and said, I want to play, talk about this game, and I was very happy to do so, because this game was the absolute bollocks back in the day. I played the absolute hell out of it. Now, I love Street Fighter. It's, it's known that I do love the Street Fighter series, and I have covered a lot of fighting games on this podcast, because that's one of my favorite genres. RPG and podcasts are my, my jam. And I'm not apologizing for that. I'm really big with it. And Street Fighter Alpha 3 was one I heavily played on the PlayStation 1. I think this and Tekken 3 were the ones I played so much back on the PlayStation 1. So, so much. I think Tekken 3 was my 3D one. And Street Fighter Alpha 3 was my 2D one. Both really good games. Both fantastic games. Which one's better? Oh, I can't really say which one's better. But Street Fighter Alpha 3 is still a really good game to play now. And it was absolutely great because for this podcast, I managed to make, you know, my, my PlayStation Vita got sick again. I don't know how it got sick, but somehow Street Fighter Alpha 3 appeared. It was it was brilliant. I, I praised the lords that it appeared and I was playing it and it was so much fun getting to revisit the fast-paced nature of Street Fighter Alpha 3. Considering, you know, when you've been covering Tekken 3 and how slow that was. And it's not bad slow, but it's a lot slower than the Alpha series because it's very different from the Street Fighter 2 series. But Alpha 3 is very, very quick game. So it was great to go back to that. Now, before we go any further, I just need to make sure I do the plug. Yes, I have to do this every time, but this is so I make sure I've got a roof over my head. If you want to support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1.50 Australian dollars, you get your own show called DLC. Now, this is released every fortnight on a Friday, if I can get it done in time. And this could cover a range of things. So it could be a big gaming event, it could be a top 10 list, or it could just be a review of a new game that I want to do. Now, as a little bit of a sneak peek, I'm going to show you what I released yesterday, which was DLC Episode 7, which is a review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. This game is a huge gamble because you're relying on a lot of factors here. You're relying on people like me still wanting to play the Ninja Turtles, still wanting to play a beat-em-up, thinking that genre's dead, and thinking, oh shit, no, we do, and hoping you're going to entice new people who haven't really heard the Turtles, because bear in mind, this is the old 80s cartoon you're looking at here, so it's not the new generation of the Turtles, or the rise of the TMNT, or anything we've seen previously. This is the the back-in-the-day ones. And I'm not going to lie, this gamble worked. For me, and I'm putting it out there, this is a Game of the Year contender. It really is that good. Like I, I've said, Elden Ring is a shoo-in for game for game of the year. I still think it'll win it, but I can't see how this game won't be up there. And that was DLC Episode Seven: Shredder's Revenge on oh, T- Xbox. PS5, PS4, every console I think that game's on. Absolutely loved it. It was a great time. What else do you get for your money? Well, you get the chance to vote for our polls. And the recent poll we've just done was games that I thought were absolutely terrible. And we'll be getting an episode each on the show. 
but I just want to do which one's going to be first. And Busby 3D was the overall winner. And I think Chris said he wants to do that as well. So at some point, Busby will be coming on the show. Don't worry if you want to worry about Tiny Toons Buster Bus Loose. That was one our last, that one June's Patreon poll. That will be coming. I think Chris again is doing that. It's just a chance of us getting a chance to record it. So that is coming in the future. You get access to a Discord where you can basically inv get involved with the other members and you get a chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. You get a chance to get involved in all the things we do here so you can write into 16 bits of nonsense to revive or die or you can talk about the games that we are playing each week and overall i just want to build this community into something really big where we can basically talk nonsense about video games or about anything really but that's at patreon.com forward slash retro wars right and that's enough. That's enough of me doing the plug. Let's get into the main show. Now, if you are new to the show, we do a bit of an introduction first, and then we will get to me and Chris talking about Street Fighter Alpha 3. So just skip about maybe 20 minutes, and then we'll get to it. So the first thing we're going to do is our letter section, which is called 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, this is our letter section, and you can basically write in about anything. It could be gaming-related, it could be sport-related, movie-related, turtles-related. I don't mind. As long as I find an interesting question, I'm going to talk about it. And we've got one question from Captain N, who I always appreciate, always likes to write in each week. And he says, another week, another question. Danny, who would win in a one-on-one -on -one fight? One-on-one -on -one Street Fighter 2 rules fight. Goku or Ryu? Now, I pondered this and went, the fuck? What? What do you mean? Street Fighter 2 rules fight Goku or Ryu. That's ridiculous. You can't compare... Goku and Ryu... Now, for those who don't know who Goku is... Ugh. Goku is constantly compared to Superman level. This is... Superman will kick his ass, unfortunately. People have to admit that. It... Goku versus Ryu. I... 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 I'm thinking, Captain N, when you're talking about this, you're basically removing all the Dragon Ball Z shit. So basically, they can't destroy planets with their fingers. They can't basically blow up worlds with beams. They can't fly, do that all amazing shit. And you're just talking about martial arts ability. That has to be where you were thinking about this. Because in reality, no matter how strong Ryu is, he just literally, Goku could just fart and he would annihilate him. He'd burn into a fucking crisp. So if you're going to go on just their martial arts ability, I'm still going to give it to Goku. And the only reason why I'm going to give it to Goku is simply because although Ryu is trained you know, by legendary masters and he gets trained by le more legendary masters in, in Street Fighter 3, Goku is trained with a shit ton of people from around the multiverse universe who have been around for centuries, if not millennia, if not longer. So they've got way more experience and would have taught him way more shit than Ryu would have ever done. And I kept thinking, oh, are we talking about the Dragon Ball Z shit? Because even if you were to knuckle it down, Goku, yes, he's a Saiyan, so he's an alien. But then the strongest person on, in their world, in human-wise, I suspect, well, people are going to say Oob, but Oob's a reincarnation. I'm not counting Oob. I'm going to say Krillin. And even Krillin would just laugh at Ryu. He'd literally flick him with his finger and go Beep, and Ryu would fly and probably break bones. So, yeah. Maybe, I don't know, can Ryu go Super Saiyan? I know he's got the Satsu Hado is it Satsu Satsu Hadoken? Someone's gonna be on me and go, fucking no! 
no, you got it wrong, dickhead. It's something like that. No, Goku. Unfortunately, it is Goku. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's all the letters. As I said, if you do want to write in, that's up over on Patreon. Now, we're going to move on to our news section, which I call Patch 27.0. So what's been going on in the news? Well, there's quite a bit this week. And the main thing I want to... Well, there's actually... this. We'll be getting on to one of the main things, which is the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet news that got announced. But I'm going to get to that last. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is what happened at... Is going to be happening, so to say, at EVO. Now, if you don't know what EVO is, it's EVO Championships. That is a fighting game event where often about six or seven of potentially the best video games at the time, the most popular... Basically, they have huge tournaments in it. Now, Smash Brothers used to be in there, but Nintendo pulled the plug and went, no. So, Smash Brothers is no longer Evo, which is such a shame. Now, I think I've mentioned previously which game's going to be in there. But the reason why I brought this up is because IGN reported on Twitter that there was going to be reported news from Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat at the event. At the event. And then all of a sudden, Ed Boon, who is the creator of Mortal Kombat, said, nope, nope, Mortal Kombat news isn't coming. Nope. Which is kind of like, wow, well done IGN for shit reporting. That's shit journalism. But Ed Boon then, you know, he's to say that you're not going to get any news. What was good about it was that he then went on to praise Street Fighter and said, no, let, let Street Fighter have its time. And I'd like to think he is keeping true to his word. So I can't think he's going to go, da-da, here's Mortal Kombat 12. I can't see him doing that. I think he's basically saying Street Fighter's going for a real good push at the moment. Let's just praise it. And it is. Street Fighter is on a real high at the moment because they announced Street Fighter 6 and everybody, people are very excited for it. Do I think there will be new Street Fighter 6? Yes, 100%. A new character will be dropped. As I said, unfortunately, we know who they all are because of the leak. But I still think they're going to drop a new character 100%. So we're not going to get any Mortal Kombat news. Do we get Tekken news? Maybe maybe Tekken news I can't see them announcing Tekken 8 at this stage but I think that'll be for maybe an E3-esque event I can't see it Evo but we might get some Tekken news you can talk about Dragon Ball Fighters no I can't see Dragon Ball Fighters getting any news I think that's going to be again that'll be an E3 rather than Evo just because of the grand scale of how excited everyone was for DB Fighters last time what I was thinking about was Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And I constantly are thinking, are we going to get news? I was thinking, maybe, again, no, I don't know. But because of all Disney now taking over Fox, that might be something that might happen. But as literally, I think it was yesterday, before I literally finished writing these notes up, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is free. It's it's freed. Now, if you don't know what I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has been in hell because of all licensing issues with a lot of the Marvel characters. We just haven't seen it anywhere. Like, you can't get it from any shop. And it's, everyone was desperate to play this game. But finally, now unfortunately not for console versions, but for arcade-up versions, it one-up cabinets, I should say. They're in. Someone has basically managed... Or you got his name's John or something? He's managed to basically get the licensing sorted. And one-up arcade machines are now going to be releasing a 600 US dollar arcade machine, which is going to include seven games. So that is going to include... That'll be Children of the Atom. It'll be Marvel vs. Capcom. It'll be Capcom Fighters. It'll be X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. All of those, they're going to be coming out on a cabinet, which will be releasing soon, which I'm very happy about and I want. Um, no news on console versions, 
but I do want to get hold of this. And I messaged R9, R9 Beats, one of our regulars, because he wants to do Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and we will do definitely on this show at some point. And I said, oh yeah, it's free, it's finally freed, it's freed, it's freed. And he messaged me and said, I know, I've got the cabinet. But he's got the, the previous one, which doesn't have Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. He's got Marvel vs. Capcom 1. I was like, <laughs> you fucking loser. Oh, dick. So I bet, he, you know, it's, it'd be an amazing thing to have, even that one he's got. I would love to get hold of this. And one day, maybe, I might actually purchase this. And the Queen, when I was talking to her about it, didn't say no. So I'm not saying I buy it now, because I don't know where I fucking put it. I'd like to get my forever home first before, but I'm looking, I'm like, ooh, it looks sweet. That would look sweet. So one day when I become rich, I will like, yeah, fucking hell yeah. I would love to see that in my house. But for now, at least Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is available for people to play again if you've got the money. But great. Maybe it's one step, and maybe it's one step we get it on consoles, and potentially we get a really good, make Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but not, sh- well, make it, Another one. Ignore what happened with Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Infinite. Make a new Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Or make Marvel vs. Capcom 2A. Just give me what I want. It's all I want, Marvel. Marvel want Capcom. Just let me have it. Talking about things I don't really want, and I don't know, I might get it one day. Steam Deck have just done a system update. Now, I haven't had hold of a Steam Deck, and admittedly, I haven't seen much of it. And I know people have been saying it's really good. They've updated it and said that there's now a hot, cold, um, basically acknowledgement so it doesn't tell you when the system's too cold or too hot which i was like that's actually i don't mind that because when the thing's too hot it's not good for it when the system's too cold it's not good for it so for you to actually have that as an update so you can check that and you can say whoa whoa i know in reality you should know if it's too hot because you think about when you hold a mobile phone like those things were fucking red hot and you're like this is actually really dangerous but to actually have because sometimes i think we sometimes need something to say put the thing down it's way too fucking hot but we're all too stupid and go, oh, I wonder why my thing's too hot. I better keep playing with it. Having something tell us actually that's no, not good for the circuitry, it's not good for the system, is a good little thing. Now, talking about the Steam Deck's main rival, the Switch, there has been some news about this, and it's hilarious that we go about this. They say they've basically announced there's been a drop of sales at 23%, which for most things is quite big to have a drop of nearly a quarter of, you know, from what you were previously. However, they've just passed the 111 million units worldwide, which is absolutely ridiculous, to be honest. That's absolutely fucking mental. And the Switch is a juggernaut. So don't be expecting any sort of Switch 2 at the moment, because it's still selling like absolute tits. So we're definitely getting that, and it's going to keep selling. One thing we're not going to see, see I'm getting better at these transitions, we're not going to see many versions of or many of these units, is the new Sega Mini Genesis 2. Now, I was a bit excited when I saw this, but apparently, now this thing's going to be loaded with 50 classic games and including the Sega CD titles, which is going to be great. However, apparently they're not making many of them. Because there was an announcement Sega's main office have basically confirmed. They're only going to produce these in small numbers. And this is due to the global semiconductor shortage. And apparently it's going to be only a Japan-only project, which is shit. Now, I know the semiconductor shortage is a problem because that's why a lot of modern-day consoles have been struggling to get out. But to say we're not even going to get hold of this in part if you're outside Japan, that's shit. That's really annoying. I was a bit gutted by that. I was like... 
okay, fair enough, I've got the Sega Mega Drive collection, but still, to have the old console, I've got my mini Super Nintendo, and I love having that. Like, that's really hard to get hold of now, and I'm forever thankful to the Queen that she got me a cop. She got me one for Christmas, because I can just play it old school. But, yeah, I'd love to have an old Mega Drive. I love my Mega Drive back of the kit, and I think it's actually like my one I used to have, which is the Mega Drive 2. So to not see it, potentially, is a bit of a shame. But it's all going to depend on how well these sell, and maybe if it sells really well, they go, oh, you know what, shit, we should actually make it. So everyone in Japan, buy it out, please, and then Sega might basically bitch and moan and go, well, we'll make it out and see what it comes to the rest. See, we'll put it out to the rest of the world. Things that will get put out to the rest of the world. Now, I mentioned last week that it was potentially coming, that Tactics Ogre Reborn was becoming, because it was Amazon had basically said it was going on sale. Yes, that is now being confirmed. The Reborn version of Tactics Ogre is coming out on November of the 11th, and it's going to be launching for PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. Now, it's going to apparently feature fully voiced cutscenes in both English and Japanese, a new control scheme, as well as a complete overhaul of the class system. Uh, it's going to be changing to a unit-by-unit unit powering system as opposed to powering an entire class at once. Apparently, any, any, I, uh, the, 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 the enemy AI is going to be improved with enemy units adapting strategies on the fly for more unique battles. As I've said before, Tactics Ogre is a great game. Although, what worries me more than anything, I, I get me wrong, I can't wait to play this. But to have it for the PlayStation 4, and 5 and PC... I don't think you know what you're getting yourselves in for because some of these battle last fucking ages. I think the Switch is the perfect console for it because you're not going to... They can take ages. And I just don't think the 4, 5 and PC or when eventually it comes to Xbox are the console to have it on because you'll get bored out your tits. Whereas you play it on the Switch, it works out quite well because you go, oh, I'll just stop that for a minute. Because I tell you now, some of these battles, I've got the guidebook in front of me. I brought it home, and it is motherfucking massive. That's a PSP version. And it is even Jared came around the other day, and he's like, holy shit, looking at it. So get ready, basically, people. I will get it. I will get it for November 11th. Don't tell the Queen. Don't tell the Queen I get a lot of these games sometimes. But yeah, I would advise you, if you've got a Switch, get it for the Switch. That is my advice. You do what you want with your money. Understand it's your money, but if you have a Switch, my advice is get it for the Switch. They're a much better time. Now, things that are Switch only, Mario Kart. Now, I haven't mentioned Mario Kart for a while, but their new DLC is out. They have just announced the second wave of eight tracks, and these include... Let's see if we can get these all right. The Tour... Oh, oh I see. New York Minute from Tour. New York Minute, is that what it's called, from Mario Tour? It's the Mario Circuit 3 from the Super Nintendo, Calamari Desert from N64, Waluigi Pinball from the DS, Propeller Cup, oh sorry, I should say, Sydney Sprint, those different, ah, uh, different cups, but oh, I got that completely wrong, haven't I? Sydney Sprint from Tor, Snowland from the GBA, Mushroom Gorge from the Wii, and Sky High Sunday. And apparently they fixed a patch as well in the Coconut Mall level, and the cars are now moving because people are kicking off. So fantastic to get all these new levels. That's now 16 new tracks in total of the two DLCs. And we've still got, I think it's 32 left to come, which is fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm probably going to wait until it all comes out. And then I'm just going to go nuts. I can't actually find my copy of Mario Kart. I'm going to be looking after this straight away. I'm going to look after it now. Hang on, because I'll cry otherwise. Panic over. I found it. 
And then I realized to myself, shit, I've got so many Switch games I've not even touched. I thought I had a lot the other day looking. I was like, holy shit, I've got both the Xenoblades. I was like, in a Digimon game I've not even touched. I'm like, I've got so many games. But as I said, it's nice that I can actually do this again and actually play games. I mentioned this on DLC because I'm not doing YouTube anymore. I've actually got games I can play now. And it's like, yay, video games I can play. So, oh, it's just so much fun. I can play games as well. Now, the other big thing I was going to talk about was Pokemon. Now, I love Pokemon. As I said, although I finish YouTube, I am still a Pokemon nut. They have just announced there and they did a Pokemon Presents. Very similar to Nintendo Presents. And they basically did a whole lot of shit what was coming out in new games. Now, I'm going to talk about everything because I can't be asked. And um, so one of the things they talked about was Pokemon Unite, which I do need to start playing again. Apparently, a Buzzwall event is coming. And there's also a Pikachu event where every Pokemon in that is a Pikachu, whether you're killing each other, a Pikachu, people you have to battle, Pikachu, everyone's Pikachu. So that looks quite good fun. Like I said, I will get back to this one day. It's a free game and it's good fun. It's like basically like the League of Legends version of Pokemon. And they did a good job with it. Then there are more characters to come, so I can see that um, being a big thing. And the reason to talk about Pokemon Unite is because it's now made its way to the World Championships. And they've now got the card game, the regular game, uh, Pokken, or Pokken, uh, Pokemon Unite, uh, and Pokemon Go. So there's five games that are going to be at the World Championships. And that's good for Pokemon, really, because I love the events. So it'd be great if you go to every event now and there's all this coming forward. So no matter where you go to, there's going to be an event. Because I'd love to start getting into Pokemon Unite. Um, but I do want to get back into my Pokemon and I'll probably try and make a serious team for Scarlet and Violet and see how I do. I might travel around Australia. I'm debating it. I just need a bit of permission from the wife to do so. They also tease, and it really annoyed me, we saw a tease and it was Ethan walking towards the snowy mountains of Mount Silver to go fight Red. And we're like, fuck, is this a new game? And then it went, Pokemon Masters. I was like, oh, fuck off. Pokemon Masters is shit. It really is shit. And it was such a tease to do it with Red. And everyone, I was watching it live um, on the Pokemon present, on the Nintendo channel, Pokemon's channel. And there was 1,280,000 people watching it, which is like, fuck. And they say Pokemon's dead. Fuck that. 280,000 people watching a live presentation at least. And that was, you know, you're not even looking at other people going on like I re people react channels. Like, fuck. And... They got, or everyone was like, fuck off, fuck shit, cock tease, fuck this. I was like, yep, there was a cock tease, utter cock tease to show that. Because I was expecting a new Pokemon game or something when you sort of read, I got dead excited. Maybe this is like Pokemon Go, Gold and Silver. No, tease the Masters. Fook you. And then everyone was like, boring, get to Scarlet and Violet. And eventually they did. So they released a whole new wave of information about Scarlet and Violet. First thing they said, it's an open world game and you can do the gym in any order, which is brand new to the Pokemon series. So it really is open world because even in Sword and Shield, they argued it was open world, but you were kind of plot restricted. So to see this and you can do any gym in any order, great to see. The legendary Pokemon, which are, I can't pronounce this, Coriodon and Merariodon, I'll... I'll if you know how to pronounce it, you're probably shouting at me. You're actually going to get them at the start of the game, and they're going to act as your mounts. And this has been rumored that this is the case. So basically, they can either go as a bike, or they can go through water, or they can glide through the air. And the thing is, though, the one I'm getting, which is the one who looks like a motorbike, he uses his... It's like a, he, in, right, he basically gets into bike form. And then you basically he uses his hands rather than what looks like wheels on his chest. It's like, what's the fucking point? You watch the model... Of the character. It's like a fucking Bronco. Like I swear to God. A horse. 
would be more convenient than this. This year, fucking whiplash. I'm surprised when the train doesn't go from point A to point Z. His neck's not snapped. Does not look comfortable at all. Looks absolutely ridiculous. Now, the big thing I was wondering about was whether they're going to tease other things back, like Mega Evolution or Z-Moves. I, I know it's Z-Moves, but I prefer Z-Moves. But I know, come on. Ugh. Either way, they basically announced their new thing, which is called Terrestrial Poke Phenomenon. That's the new gimmick. Now, it's kind of like Gigantamax in a way, or Alpha Pokemon. Uh, now, basically what happens is that instead of they transform into huge versions of themselves, these Pokemon basically become like shiny, like gems, and they get like a shiny thing on the top of the head. Like people compared it to like, you know those sweets? You put like a, like a ring with a big like, like, like a diamond you could suck on. That's what it kind of feels like. They put them on their head. But basically, it could change, it both boosts their type and makes their moves stronger. But what it can also do is, some for some Pokemon, it can actually change their type. So for Eevee, for example, they showed it can either be normal or it could become grass and water. So basically, this is going to be interesting for some battles because I think when you think about it, I think it's a good idea. Maybe not how the design is, but you could be facing, let's say, argument, sake a Salamance. And then all of a sudden, during the battle, that Salamance is a dragon flying. And then suddenly it drops its flying type and is now just solely dragon, which means it's lost uh, its resistance. It's lost um, its weaknesses to, well, at least some of its weaknesses to ice. It's lost some weakness to rock. And I think that'll be quite interesting to see how that's going to change the game up. Um, is it going to work? Well, I suppose it is. And the funny thing actually that came out of this was a lot of people were saying, if you'd seen the anime years ago when I did, there was a Crystal Onyx. And I was like, look, it's happening. The anime got it right because years ago you saw, in theory, a Mega Gyarados. You saw a Gigantamax, um, a Gigantamax Dragonite. And it's like the anime's just caught, it was there all along. The anime had it right. And it was quite funny to see that if this Onyx isn't a thing, people are going to lose their fucking mind. Now, when a series first, Scarlet and Violet are going to um, have four-player co-op. Basically, you can go on your merry own little venture with three other friends and have fun. That's going to be interesting to see how that's going to work because, well, it's the internet, isn't it? You don't know who you're playing. Is it locally? Is it going to be playing with just random people you've met? Can you talk to them? That That's going to have to be looked at because, obviously, playing four-player co-op is one thing. But if it's an open-world game, you can just do what the fuck you want. Hmm. We wait to see. I know they're bringing raid battles back, which will bring in a sword and shield. But these are now, um, the, although they are turn-based, you basically go to your own timing. So you're not having to wait for your allies to finish their turn. So it kind of feels a bit like Pokemon Go a little bit. Like you're not having to wait. on Because in the previous ones, you would wait to see what your rest of your party does. And then you'd wait your turn, wait your turn here. She's like, nah, fuck it, it's my turn, I'm going. So that's going to be cool to see. Now you're going to start, apparently, the game as a student. And you're going to be going to school. Now, you're going to be taking part in what's called a special independent study, and that's called the treasure hunt. So apparently this treasure hunt is only one of the three storylines, and that's basically the gym leader battles. And the other two are going to be kept secret for now. So it's quite interesting, considering that you've got the, um, the basically, the Ubers, the legendaries you're getting right from the start. So to see what the other two things are going to be, which is going to be interesting, and hopefully they won't get leaked, but of course they will, because leakers are always out there. They only announced a few new Pokemon, nothing I was too excited about, apart from a Poison Whooper. That was cool. So I'm looking to see what a Quagsire Poison type is going to look like. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Like, not long to go. Comes out in three months, around the same time as Tactics Ogre, so I'm going to be very busy. 
Yeah, so not long as ago. That's going to give me plenty of time to play on the plane. Woohoo! I'll be literally getting through that. And probably when Pokemon comes out, I will be on it. And I'm probably talking about it a load on this show because I can. It's my show. And that is the news. And I said, you should, if anyone thinks that they see a good news story, just tweet it to me. So I'm over on Twitter on re- um, Wars underscore Retro. Or I'm over on Instagram as well. You can find me there at Retro Wars. Just Send me send me something interesting. I think it's quite cool, and I'll mention you as well. Now, we're just going to change gears, and we're going to go to our own little game show called Revive or Die. Hey, listen! Now, Revive or Die is our little game show where we look at either a gaming mechanic, something we've not seen, a character, anything to do with gaming we've not seen for a while, and I ask the question... Should it be revived or should it be left to die? And this week I was looking at game book instructions. Now you might not know this if you're a newbie kid, but if you were there back in the day, in my old days, when we got a video game, we got an instruction manual. Holy shit, the instruction manuals were amazing. They would basically have a shit ton of information and they were incredible. Now before I give my answer, I give the chance to or you to see what basically you want. And whether you think it should be revived or whether you should, it should be left to die. I will give my answer at the end of it. Now my cousin Stefan, who does listen to this show and is also a guest, he did put an answer on, um, on Instagram when I put it up. But I'm not reading it out my friend because you're not on Patreon. Get over on the Patreon and I'll put you on the show. Blech. But I had a few answers and I had from Chris. So Chris says, revive, no question. It's still awesome to open a case and see and smell those beautiful booklets. Such a travesty, they're gone. And Captain N goes along with this and says, revive, not having instruction manuals are large reasons I just buy digital games now. And I'm with both of you. And although I'm with you for different reasons, now Captain N, I completely agree and um, what you're saying and a lot of people do buy digital now because it's not the same. Like when, as I said, when I said at the beginning of this, when you got, a game you got the box and you got to see this huge beautiful booklet as chris said and it was great to, i just sit there and read it and read it and read it like you look at the old super mario world one the legend of zelda one i found when i was back in the uk i've still got the old cardboard box and i've still got the old pokemon instruction manual and it's still they're both in perfect nick how they're in perfect nick but they are and to look through it was like oh this is so good and so much joy. I, do, I, I don't, I don't smell them. Sorry, Chris, I don't smell my books, but I do love like, the Legend of Zelda one. Is a thing of beauty for the Ocarina of Time. Absolute thing of beauty. Like I do wish they come back because I admit when I get a game now and you open the box and it's like, eh, is that it? Like, that shit. I don't want. I want instruction manual because it just gives you something to have and. You just have a little bit more of a read, and it's just so much fun. Like, you imagine if you had Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Like, anyone who's... Xenoblade, Xenoblade, you should say, because people are like, yeah, Xenoblade. Anyone playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and listens to this will probably agree with me. You would have loved an instruction manual for this, because you would have loved to see all the new mechanics you've got to play with. There'll be an in-tutorial about each character in that, and it would have been a big book. Admitted you would have fucking loved it. And if you didn't, you're lying. You're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. You would have loved it. So bring these back. Revive 100%. I do love Revive or Die because often I'm agreeing with my guests and most of it. But yeah, oh, give me a good old instruction book, definitely. 
So that is the introduction of the show. And now we're going to go into our Street Fighter Alpha 3 chat. And I did this with Chris. It was really good to catch up. And once again, it became an absolute travesty because it just becomes filthy. It's not my fault. I blame Chris for this. I, I blame Jake for lowering the standard to begin with. But oh my God. Yeah. Before I actually should actually say going to Street Fighter, I should actually say what I've been up to. Um, so what have I been playing? I have been playing Final Fantasy V on the PS Vita. I've been playing Final Fantasy II, the repixeled version on my phone, because I thought I wanted to get a phone game to play, and I went with Final Fantasy II. I've been playing some Halo, uh, Halo 1, and Jared came round and he recorded that. I also oh, I had a great time with Jared, and I can't wait until the Halo and Final Fantasy Tactics episodes that are coming out. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, I should say. Great episodes, and Jared, it was a great time catching up with you, mate. <laughs> we had such a laugh doing those episodes, and really, really good fun. And Jared has said he wants to come on the show more, so when he's ready, he'll just come round. He's a busy guy, which I appreciate. Um, what else? I've also now finished Mega Man X. Um, for the Super Nintendo, that was for Mr. R9 Beats. So that is getting its own episode and had an absolute ball playing that. Thank you, R9. Thank you very much. An absolute gem. Consider it was my first Mega Man. Mwah! Absolute gem of a game. So that's what I've been playing. I'm looking to get some more old games in. I'm just waiting for people to get back to me and work out what I'm going to be playing. So Street Fighter Alpha 3. Yep, as I said, loved it. Was absolutely great. I used to play as Ryu. This is when it got me into Sakura. I used to play the hell out of this with Sakura. I got really good with her. And then eventually Evil Ryu, because Evil Ryu was just cool. So goddamn cool. And this game went through several changes depending on which one you played. So I know there was a Game Boy Advance version, which was bleh, horrible. There's a PSP version, which is the one I replayed for this. And it was it had an extra few. I think it was the... Was it called Max? I think it was called Street Fighter Alpha 3 Max. It was, had everything in it. And the Dreamcast had its own version. But this was a super, really, really good game. And it was a great way to send off the PS3. So PS1 with its um, 2D gaming. Because that was a busy time. They had a lot going on in the Street Fighter series. Because it wasn't only that. There was also Street Fighter 3. There was the Capcom series. The Versus. So they were busy, busy, busy. And they tried their own 3D games. Which I will probably cover one day. Oh, the EX series are fucking trash, but I'll cover it one day on this show and cry. But that's enough of me. It's time to get into the show. So I'm just going to put on some music. And when I come back, me and Chris are going to be talking about Street Fighter Alpha 3, which released in Europe on the PlayStation 1 on the 25th of June, 1999. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show is my good friend Chris. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you doing, Danny? Oh, well, we're surviving here in Australia. We've had um, evacuation warnings around by us. We're currently in horrific shitty weather. It's it's insane. Like flooding, the whole fucking everything. It's a nightmare. Uh, that sounds awful. Probably where man. you are. It, it, well... We're okay, but half the streets have no power for another five hours, and it's been ten already, so that's great. Isn't that when the spiders come into people's houses? <laughs> the killer spiders. Now, no one's actually died from a spider in years, like a long time. That's always the misconception. Everyone's going to die from spiders and snakes. Snakes, they die, but yeah. not spiders. That just means you're overdue. Oh, mate, we're overdue. Yeah, we're overdue a bite. Now, you should see them. The guy does a he does a talk and he has like the most dangerous one. He puts it like right to his face, 
I was like, holy shit. You've got Damn. balls to do that, mate. But they just, they can't jump. Everyone thinks they can jump, but they can't. And I was like, fuck. You've got some balls. They make a good pet if they can't jump. As long as they can't jump, I'm fine. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll send you one in the post. It might be dead by the time it gets there, but I'll send you one. <laughs> I think that's the best way to get them. <laughs> dead, yeah. Now, we've just been briefly talking off-air. We will get to our game at the moment. We were just talking off-air about your current series you're running behind the scenes called The King of Games. And I only bring this up because this sounds... At first, I was like, oh, well, there's an easy winner here. And then that list got monstrous. Now, you're talking about the games from 1992, and there are some bangers in there. Yeah, man, I haven't officially announced it yet just because I'm, I'm trying to get all the episodes recorded first. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll I know, have right? to beep all that out then. <laughs> but no, just, yeah, I mean, I don't care. You can put it out there. Yeah, we're working on a series for, for 1992, the games there. And yeah, you go through that list of games in 92. It's it's a monster. It's a monster. And we it, left some really good it, ones off too, unfortunately. But yeah, there's some... It's a monster. It's crazy. Well, I've unofficially spoiled that. And I apologize. I didn't know that was a <laughs> secret. I didn't tell you. That's my fault. I should have. I should have been like, "Yeah, I'm trying to keep it secret." But there you go. Well, we, well, we announced it on this show. <laughs> exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> I've done an Oprah. I've done an Oprah. Now, the game we are talking about here is Street Fighter Alpha Three mm. for numerous consoles that it came out for. And you jumped on this. You want this is one you wanted to do, and I was so happy when you said this. I was like, "Yay!" Because I oh, love this game. Oh, this game is... Oh, it's great. No, go on. No, I was just saying this game is fantastic, man. Like, there's there are very few fighting games that do fighting as well as Street Fighter Alpha 3. And I can say this as someone who is just absolutely terrible at fighting games. It, it just... Look, the Alpha... Now, if you don't know what the Alpha series is, it's a prequel to Street Fighter 2. So it's between Street Fighter 1 and goes before Street Fighter 2. That's where it falls in the timeline. Story-wise, there is a story. There is a plot. Because uh, this is the third game. Because the Alpha series was a bit different. Do you know, when you first played like Street... Did you play Street Fighter Alpha 1? Yes. And how did that feel, playing that after playing Street Fighter 2 for so long? Oh, the shittiest part about Street Fighter Alpha was the loading times. Because I had it for the oh, PlayStation. Jesus, yeah. So, like, it, it was, I loved it. I Like, the graphics were so much better than Street Fighter 2. The, the art style was fantastic. But then every single time you would lose a battle, especially like me when I'm bad at fighting games, and you had to get kicked back to the character select screen. It would be like a good 5 to 10 seconds, and it just was so rage-inducing. Oh, yeah, it was. I remember that. Because I, I, I played a, a bit of Alpha 1 because I, I rented it out. But, yeah, I remember those. That I, I forgot all about that, but you bastard you put that back in my mind yeah, jesus it was horrific but like playing the alpha series i always thought yeah because you mentioned the the designs i always thought the characters felt so light in comparison to what we're used to they just felt lighter i don't know if that that seems weird compared to like you know four five and coming six they feel heavy here they just feel like little tiny dots that just jump around like ninjas well yeah i mean the speed feels a lot more balanced too because you go back to like Street Fighter 2 and like the turbo and the hyper fighting and everything like that and all it did was like if you just shoved cocaine up their assholes and <laughs> then they just started jumping all over the screen but then when you get to like Street Fighter Alpha it's just a more fast and fluid experience so 
the the speed in my in my opinion just feels so much more natural so it's not like they're all hyped up on math it's just like they're just a faster more fluid fighter I've just got images. That's like you know before they say round one fight, and this is just like Ryu taking a taking a few lines. Just give us a just sec. Like, oh, yeah, ready. Oh fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, that's gonna ru- you've ruined this game for me now. Like that's all I'm gonna <laughs> think of. It's just like you see like Sakura running off. She runs in on the stage. That's because yeah. she's just taking some meth. That's the reason why she's late. Well, what she does is she runs in, right? So, you know, she, like, backs up. I'm like, oh, I'm late. But, like, she loves Ryu so much, she just, like, bends over and says, snort it off my ass before we fight. And then <laughs> then they get to business. Ryu probably doesn't even know what it is. He's, like, he trains so much. He's probably like, what's a woman? I've got no idea. <laughs> He's like, what, what, do I, what do I do? Training. He's probably just like, when you say, she goes, like, pound me. He probably just, like, all right, okay, just... Punches her. I'll punch like you in the face. Her ass. Yeah. <laughs> like he, is she gets oh. he, she gets naked. And he gets confused, and all of a sudden, like that's why his <laughs> gi is white, so you can't tell when he gets really excited, you know, and just it's over within a few seconds. Do you know what? I put a disclaimer out when I did the um, Sonic Advance episode. I said I apologize because this episode's just going to be smut. No, no, no. <laughs> this episode is smut. We're already this there. This episode is. We're already there. This episode is just pure, pure smut. We're we are there. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about fighters snorting cocaine off a high schooler's ass and then nutting when she gets naked. So we're we're already going to hell. We have confirmed this. Do you know what? I was going to be like all happy because we're going to start talking about Sakura. I'm like, yay! I'm so happy. You've now ruined it because she's my favorite character. You bastard! I yeah, now that... just can't twat. This is why I play as Dan. Why? Or Cammy. What? Why do I play as Dan? Because he's such a giant piece of shit. He's <laughs> dreadful. He's Fucking awful. Hell! I went back so and you... I yeah. Go ahead. Like, like... Go on. I was gonna say I went back to play this game for this episode, and I played as Dan, and I realized how how bad he was. I used to be good with him, man, because his his uh, down to back kick, like it has yeah. three hits, and if you manage to to get someone in that move, like you can do a lot of damage and, and put it into like some rather decent combos, even for like beginners. But when I tried applying it here, the enemy always blocked it. I just realized how utterly useless he was because he had no distance moves. Well, he was because Dan was a huge joke character. That's, oh, yeah. He's got, like, the weakest power in one of the games. Now, I should say, because people think, who the fuck's Dan? Who the fuck are all these characters? Yes, this was a prequel, but they added a shit ton. Compared to when it comes to Alpha 3, they added a shit ton of new characters into this series. Dan being one of them. So Dan was from Hong Kong, and he got... The story was he got kicked out of Ryu's master's Goken. He got kicked out of the gym and decided to start his own one. Mm-hmm. However, it's a bit shit, really. He's just terrible. Uh, if you he can can't. get good at him, it's it's okay. Uh, he has a decent enough moveset that you can infuriate people, which is great when you're doing one-on-one against others, and you're just yeah, whooping their the... ass with Dan, and you just oh, you know, you do the... It. T- Oh, it's so great because they like so for for me, I just want everyone to know I am not. I think I've said this already, but I am not good at fighting games. I think when I use fighting games, I use two buttons, the 
the the hard punch and the hard kick or or fierce, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and that's all I do. So like when I go up to people and they're trying to do these really complicated combos and all I'm doing is just spamming Hadoukens and and <laughs> and hurricane kicks and just whooping their ass and they get all mad. I'm like, I dude, I don't know. I just suck at this game and I I I that that's all I know how to do. But it works. It look I've got a mate and he called Tom and he plays uh, when we used to play Tekken. Mm-hmm. All he used to do is pick King and then just go kick 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 <laughs> kick kick and he'd even be saying it as he was doing it and i was like you're a wanker but he'd keep winning because i was so shit i wasn't using block <laughs> and it's my fault it's it like is. it's it, no one can have a go at you if you're using hadoukens and the hurricane kick and winning it's like well fucking learn how to block then exactly i mean hey look if if i suck and i can beat you maybe that says a lot more about you than it does me exactly exactly although being beaten by Dan is horrific, but if you face someone who's a god at Street Fighter and knows the game, yeah, they could, they'll beat you with anyone. They oh, will absolutely. beat you with anyone. And they brought in Dan. They brought in. Um, they brought in a lot of Final Fight characters. I don't know if you knew the reference on some of them. Well, I know they brought in Guy, and I think this one they brought in Cody. Hagar wasn't in quite yet. I don't think. No, uh, Hagar he, wasn't in. They brought no. Cody. They brought Relento. Yep. Um, he came in and Sodom. yeah, because guy Sodom, yeah. So I always I hate that name, uh, but they brought in quite a few characters, and they also brought in characters from the Street Fighter One, because um, you had Birdie who was in it, and uh, never been seen previously. Yep, Gen he came in, and it was introducing a whole shit ton of characters. But they also introduced new characters into the series, like Dan. My favorite, Sakura. Oh, God, Sakura, who is now a staple in... in like She became so popular when she was announced in Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha, Alpha 2. She has been a staple of the Street Fighter series ever since, which has been so happy for me. I Absolutely. love it. I thought she was going to get into Street into um, Smash Brothers at some point. I thought she was going to get in. I wouldn't say that. I mean, she's not, she's not like Chun-Li. Like, Chun-Li would be in Smash Brothers before Sakura would be. Yeah, she would be. Yeah, that's true. Although but, yeah. Sakura has made it into Fortnite. That well, everyone's made it into Fortnite by this time. So shut up. That's true. <laughs> they are. Everyone's making it into Fortnite. But oh fuck, I love Sakura. I think Sakura's part of that. If you're gonna give four characters, it's gonna be Ryu, Ken, Sakura, and Chun Li. They're, they're your four main characters. I think for Street. If anyone thinks Street Fighter, it's those four. I would say I would agree with that. Yeah. But and more just go ahead. Oh, go on. No, no, you go. You go, sir. I was gonna say more to Street Fighter Alpha Three. Like you, you do have some original characters here that would become fan favorites. Like I think Karen and Armika, who a lot of people do gravitate towards because their fighting styles are like for, with Armika is more like Zangief, but just a little bit more flexible. And Karen is just if you fight someone who just barely knows how to know how to use Karen, you're in for a horrible time because that yeah. Oh, she is a good fighter. She they introduced Karen in this game, so Karen was seen as a rival to Sakura. Yep, um, and she came in by helicopter. It's like, yeah, fair enough. Um, you had Armika, who thought that design. I'm literally this is this just goes back, and I've had this chat with one of our other guests, Rob, of the time when they thought tits on video games wins. They don't. Well, they <laughs> well they do, but Armika's got. <laughs> Armika's got gigantic tits. She so does. 
That not practical. Surely for a wrestler, that is not practical at all. Did you see wrestlers during the nineties? I know you like wrestlers. I know you like professional oh, wrestlers. God, yeah, I, I should really come. Yeah, come on. Let's be honest. The Attitude Era was just boobs, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Shit, you watch wrestling today. You look at you look at Charlotte Flair and the transformation she made. And yeah, I mean they're still getting giant bazoongas, man. That's still a thing. So I can see Armika having. Maybe they're a little too big. They're a little too big, but it's still hilarious. <laughs> I'd love that someone actually came in, right, I'm going to wrestle as Armika. And she used to have an attack where she literally lunged her arse at the opponent. Yes. I don't know, I'm not a big Armika user, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I was like, that's amazing. It was just amazing to see. But yeah, it was like, she's like seen as the female Zangief. Complete opposite where Zangief's this big, huge thing. And she comes in flaunting her tatars and her arse. But you also, in Street Fighter Alpha 3, they brought back the World Warriors. Because they weren't in the first two games. So they all came back. So you had a huge, huge roster compared to any fighting games at that point. There was like over 30, there's like 40 odd characters. There was a lot. And then you had like Street Fighter Alpha 3, what, Max or Upper or something like that, which added even more characters and options. So it did. Like, it added, yeah. it added, it added another one. I think it was a new one. I think it was a character from Street Fighter 3, but I, I can't remember. But like. It was just, hey, here's another character, for, and it was for the PSP, and uh, it yes. came out years later after the PlayStation and Saturn versions, which, of course, like, we never got the Saturn version, that was only in Japan, but, uh, yeah, it came out much, much later. Yeah, I've got, I had the PSP version, um, I think I sent you a picture the other day, I was, and I was actually playing the PSP version, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, it's got everything, you, you open the screen all the characters and like holy shit it's just stupid all unlocked all ready to go including like evil reuse there i was like oh yes this is just ridiculous because they introduced evil reu in this series well not so much the con no no the, the, the whole evil reu thing came in and this i was like yay i love evil reu he's just so good i thought it was in alpha 2 or alpha 2 gold i mean it, it doesn't really matter he's easily accessible in alpha 3 and that's that's one of the things I think when I look at Alpha 3 and what made Alpha 3 so special was just the accessibility and the options it was providing. Uh, in terms of you had now three different modes that you could control your characters with A, X, and V-isms. And yeah. being able to master all three of those was essentially critical to like really learning your main and being able to have a fighter that really matched your playstyle. Oh, definitely. And this is... This is where a lot of the controversy comes around with um, Street Fighter Alpha 3. Now, apparently, I did I did some research. In the in the East, they prefer Street Fighter Alpha 3. But in the West, they prefer Street Fighter Alpha 2. Because of the exisms and all that palaver. Because of that system. Now, I prefer Street Fighter Alpha 3. That's always been my go-to. I, 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 because I love exism. And that's like, there's the three classical bars... I think it is. Is that is that exism or is that aism? I think that's aism. I think it might be aism no, in the east. And I prefer the a exism is that bar. Exism is like you've got that timer bar. But I've always before aism. That's how I've worked with fighting games. Build up a meter, go. That's how I've just preferred my shit. Yes. No, I'm the same way. I generally try to do aism or exism because x is that that one bar. Where your character has more power, and they're—I think they only have one special, but their special does a whole lot of damage. Whereas Aism, you get—you know—those three bars, so you can do a level three super attack, or you can do a level one super attack. 
Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's more flexible that way. And then Vism is really weird, where you do essentially what Rose's special was in Alpha 1 and Alpha 2, where you just go into this almost trance and you have a bunch of attacks that happen all at once. So you have like a limited time to do these massive combos. But I, I've, I've never liked it. No, I, I've never liked it. And I'm quite glad Street Fighter has continued with the A-ism going forward. Although I know they've brought in a lot of other weird mechanics, but that's Street Fighter. And I keep thinking about like when I look at this roster of Street Fighter Alpha 3, I'm like, right, who of you is going to make it to Street Fighter 4? Who of you is going to make it to Street Fighter 5? And then who of you is now going to make it to Street Fighter 6? Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, there's so many characters you can choose from. And there's so many we've not, like, didn't make 5. I'm like, are we going to see you again? I don't think we'll ever see Gen, because I assume he's dead. But there are just so many characters now, and I think Capcom do a really good job of making characters. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest problems I had with Street Fighter 3, because Street Fighter 3 came out after Street Fighter Alpha 3, if I remember correctly. I might be a little off. Correct. But, like, you go from Street Fighter Alpha 3, which just said, hey, we're opening the floodgates, and we're bringing back all your fan favorites, we're giving you some... Of uh, we're giving you some new characters, so it's the entire character roster from Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. It's new mm-hmm. characters from the Alpha franchise and brand new characters from Alpha 3. And then you go to Street Fighter 3, and they're just like, Yeah, you're just getting Ryu and Ken back. And I remember looking at that and being so disappointed and being like, What happened to all these characters I developed like bonds with over yeah. the Alpha series? You they just erased all of them, and it was especially after Alpha 3 getting everyone back it was it's it was crushing yeah and the thing is with for those who don't know street fire alpha 3 is set way in the future and then i suppose that's what they were trying to go for they were trying to do a huge time skip yeah. street fighter 3 you mean you, yeah street fire 3 sorry they were trying to, it was a huge time skip and it's actually set after i think it's set after five and it's a huge time skip and they were just trying to do something with, you know, make new characters, new heroes. Like, Ryu wasn't even meant to be in it. No. And it was like, fuck. They, they were literally, Ryu and Ken were not meant to be in it. And there was such backlash. They, they thought, no, you've got to put them in. By Third Strike, it, you know, Third Strike came out. And I've never actually played it. But apparently, it's meant to be one of the most technically best fighting games ever. So I am going to play it one day. And I will probably cover it for this show. But, yeah, it took a long time to get to a point where it's been actually, we can remember this. And also, this was the same time, like, the Tekken series was starting to pick up and 3D fighters were becoming the thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was my heart was still with the 2D fighters because I was I got really deep into the Marvel vs. Capcom series. But for Street oh, Fighter God. Alpha 3, um, did you ever use the mode where you had to build your build your fighter? Like, the almost like an RPG? Yes. Oh, shit, I forgot about that mode. Yes, I did. It was superb. It was so good, man. There were so many good modes in this game, like absolutely quality games, modes in this game. And like the story, everyone had their own story to a point. I think because the story was Bison was after Ryu's body. That was what he was after this time. Mm -hmm. And eventually he gets killed by Ryu. And he then, because his soul, apparently his soul is still alive, and he goes into Rose. I was like, great story. Because in this, Bison's fat Bison. He's not thin Bison, he's fat Bison. He becomes thin Bison because he takes Rose and then goes into a new body. I was like, okay, that's good explanation. I can see how you've done that. I was wondering how we got from fat fat M Bison to thin M Bison, but you did it, well played. Wait, you're telling me canonically that the the Bison that you fight in Street Fighter 2 is Rose? 
no, 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 no. He goes into her soul. He goes into her body, her body until he can get a new body made for him. And then he gets it. Then his soul leaves Rose and goes into that body. Oh, okay. The whole, and then he dies. Ag- <laughs> and then he dies again in Street Fighter in Street Fighter Two because Akuma kills him. I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it's that Street Fighter, isn't it? It's just it, absolutely it, nuts. It almost makes more sense than it almost makes more sense than Mortal Kombat. Oh. Mortal Kombat, Jesus, that's a story in itself, isn't it? Now they've added time travel into it. It's like, oh, fuck, here we go. If in doubt, press the time travel, not just once, but twice. Let's, oh, Jesus. So I, I take it Sakura was your main? Um, re, I had I used to use Ryu, Evil Ryu, and Sakura. They were my mains, yeah. Okay. Even back then or, or today, or, or has it changed over the years? No, it's been Ryu and Sakura for as long as I can remember. It oh, nice. really has. I I just I I prefer to use Sakura because I think I don't just want to be. I, I do like Ryu because I used to use Ryu as a kid, but I don't just want to stick with Ryu. And I like the Hadokens. I like that, but I just think Sakura is a more fun character. So I've just liked using it, and I've never used anybody else all my time playing Street Fighter. I have never used anyone else. Oh wow! So- I know. See, my main's always rotated. I think when I first played this game, I kind of wanted to get away from Ryu and Ken just because I thought they were too stereotypical. Uh, I mean, I would yeah. always go back to the well with them because they're old reliable, right? Of course, you can use them. Oh, yeah, definitely. But by Street Fighter Alpha 3, I started getting really good with Guy and Rolento. And, of course, I'd always go to Cammy because I, I love Cammy. Uh, especially, I mean, you should love Cammy too because that's, you know... She's British... Yeah, she's British, and your you know national national treasure Kylie Minogue played her in a movie. Oh Jesus, she's not my. She's this country's. Um, she's this <laughs> country's idol. Yes, yeah, and she. Oh God, Kylie Minogue is Cammy. Then anyone think about that and go, she she she's not British. <laughs> no, I thought she was British. That's what I meant by your. I thought she was British. Never mind. So she's Australian. Yeah, Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue is Australian, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought she was British. I don't know why. Like, Probably because she played Cammy. Yeah, makes sense. She she is massive in Britain. Yeah, she was... Oh, you won't... Have you ever heard of the soap series Neighbours? No, no. No, you won't hear that. See, we, the English, have heard, would know Neighbours. It's a huge, like, soap. We had Neighbours and Home and Away, and they were the two big Australian import exports. Mm. Um, and yeah, Kylie Minogue first started in that in home in Neighbours, and then she went from that, and then she became this big, huge success along with her sister. They became massive successes around the world. But yes, she somehow got a part as Cammy. Fuck that film! Oh, that film! <laughs> oh, fucking the only one good thing that came out of that film was Raul Julia. Jesus! Oh, it was Ra the only Julia good thing is- going into that film. He really was, but my God, I know that was his last film. But what a way to go out. He oh, was incredible yeah. in that film. He was great. That's the reason to watch it. Oh, yeah. Raul Julia's performance as N. Bison is just... Is perfect. Is... Oh, gee. One day I will do the best movie characters. He wins. There's a spoiler for anyone listening to the show. He he will win. He will beat Jim Carrey's Robotnik. He is just superb. Oh, absolutely. Did you ever see the... um? The Alpha, they made a manga, Carter one, anime film of Street Fighter Alpha. They've made two, actually. 
Yes. It's been a while since I watched them, though. They're, they're pretty good. I think Dan's in that as well. I thought... I Maybe I haven't seen them. I, I think I just saw the video one because I don't remember seeing one with Dan in it. I know I saw a, an alpha version with other characters in it. Of course, I remember the Street Fighter 2 animated movie. I, who, who doesn't remember the oh. scene? The shower sheen... The sour... Fuck, I can't... The shower talk. sheen. The shower, shower sheen. sheen. <laughs> the uh, shower scene with uh, with uh, Chun-Li and uh, when she fights Vega. You know, that's... Oh. I I would never root for, for Chun-Li to be killed, but I was like, you know... That claw is really sharp, and that towel is really soft. So, well, did you ever watch the DVD version? Uh, I may have, but I maybe not. The way you're talking about it, the DVD version showed her boobies. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just unnecessary. I was like, do we need to see that? Apparently, we do. That's a, Apparently, we, need to we see do. Her showering. We need to see Chun Li's huge boobies. We we've come a long way since asking why does Armika have big boobs. Oh. Chun Li, you watch that film. You can probably find it on YouTube. She's got huge knockers as well. As like again, I don't think Chun Li design had huge knockers. Fuck it, put it in, put them in. Shower yeah. scene. Jesus, that, would... that was a good film. Yeah. Do you know what? That's just reminded me of a point. Right, one of the best things. And there is a segue to this, and you'll follow my logic quite quickly. Okay. This this game had, in my opinion, one of the best modes I have ever seen in a video game. And I see this as a basis from this film, this animated mm. film, and it was the dramatic battle. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is that the one where you have to face two two people at once? Yeah, it started. The first dramatic battle, it was it was just Ryu and Ken. So you, two-player, can go Ryu and Ken versus M. Bison, and his difficulty is through the roof. Yeah, those are really cool. I mean, you also had the option, I think, because a lot of those battles were with, what, uh, Jun and Jury. Uh, and I think those are their names. Like, M. Bison's, yeah. like, look like clones. And you would have to fight them, and in, in, especially in that mode that I was talking about where you build up your character, and you have to get yes. them better. And you'd fight them a lot, or just in different situations. Those those were so much fun. I Yeah, yeah. I, I love those modes, man. But the the dramatic battle, like I remember the first time I played it. I think we you have to unlock it on the PlayStation version. And I was with my mates, and it's been mate Tom again, and because we used to play the shit out of the fuck out of this. And when it came up, like what's this? And then we both realized we can play as Ryu and Ken against Bison. It just took me to the ninety the the Street Fighter animated movie. I was like, when Ryu and Ken are fighting Bison, I was like, holy oh, yeah. shit! This is because that that end battle is incredible. And to see it, me doing it, I was like, fuck, fuck you, Bison. I was like, this is just amazing. Because it it very much is Ryu, well, basically, Bison wants to get Ryu. That's what it is. And it was the same plot here in the games. So I was like, it's working out quite well. But then the PSP version had a dramatic battle, so reverse dramatic battle. I don't know if you can remember that mode. No, that's what I was talking about. Because during that mode, you would like you would be your character, and you'd have to fight like Jun and Jury at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to fight two. Yeah, yeah, but everyone had their own. But they had their own little story. So like when you play as like Sakura, you'd fight, and everyone had combos as well. Which is like, oh, this game is just so good. But you just can't get them either side of you because if you do that, you lose because you can't block from both ends. Yeah. So like it would take a little bit more strategy, but the the energy, the hit points, or whatever you want to call it, the life of the people you're fighting are essentially a little bit less than they'd normally be. Like, your attacks will land harder. But just yeah. being able to manage that 
and try to get them into a corner and like executing a special just at the right moment so you're catching them both in one special move. I mean, that's that's chef's kiss, dude. That you can't get it, much better than that. It is, and that's why I think this is this game is chef's kiss. It is it is so good, and the fact that they've got the the music is on point. The commentator is like, "What is a go for broke?" Those are oh, iconic. Yes. So iconic. Was it, was, it, was, it, was it go for broke? What are the other go ones? Go for broke. Um, you can't give it up, guy. Face it straight. Go for, go for it, man. Yeah. It's this, so this party's oh. just heated. This battle's just heating up. This is the final round. So good. Like that's why I like in Street Fighter Six to add in commentary. I was like, yes, so good. It's gonna be but, oh. But you brought up a good point earlier. I kind of want to get back to why do you think people prefer it. Alpha Two over Alpha Three? I think there are gameplay balances and tweaks which. The Nomad, you know, wouldn't, you know, someone who doesn't play fighting games that much wouldn't really see the difference. But for someone who does play and really knows their fighting game shit, there are apparently differences. And obviously these specials, there are differences as well. But people who know their fighting games, you can see, oh, yeah, all right, Ryu might not have this move. Because not every, just because you've got Alpha 1, Alpha 2, Alpha 3, the characters differ dramatically from each game. Like, each one you have to work out, okay, my character hasn't got this. Okay, my character hasn't got this move. It's all a change. So if you look at, like, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Six, Ryu is playing very differently. And that's what the thing was. So some of their favorite characters between 2 and 3 had changed. Some argued not for the better, some argued for the better. And I think, it's just, yeah, just over here in the West, they just prefer Street Fighter Alpha 2. Because they both still get played competitively. Yes. Because they still hold up. They, That's the thing. The old Street Fighter games still hold up. Unlike the old, unlike Tekken One and Two, this they, these games hold up because the animation it stayed to the traditional two D and it works. And I love seeing competitive Street Fighter Alpha Three because it just looks incredible. Yeah, Street Fighter Alpha Three, I think is I wouldn't call it the pinnacle of two D fighters. I think Guilty Gear looks better. I also think that like Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, visually just looks a little bit better. I think the animation is, oh, is far superior. But when you look at Street Fighter Alpha 3, what you were getting on the PlayStation at that time, like you could not beat that. It was it was amazing. But when I yeah. when I think of Street Fighter Alpha 2 versus Street Fighter Alpha 3, I think it's the balance. You had less characters in Alpha 2. And I yeah, think definitely. any any single one of them could be played if you learn them any single one of those characters could were, were balanced out far better because when you get to a point where you have 30 different characters not all of them are going to be good some of them are just not going to be like you could learn them very well like you said if you're an expert street fighter player but if you're just your average joe or below average guy playing this game there are some characters that are just they they suck and like it's it's going to take a lot longer for you to get good at them I keep on saying yeah. John and Jury, but those are two of those characters. Like, they're not very good characters that you have to spend a lot of time building up. Dan's another one. I would even say E. Honda in, in Alpha 3 is not very good. And you get to the point where Guile, I think Guile and, and Nash or Charlie, uh, they're they're kind of lost in the shuffle by the time you get to Alpha 3, where it's more dominated by, like, Ryu, Ken, uh, uh, Kirin, and uh, Sakura. Like, those are your S tiers, yeah. and just everyone kind of gets left behind. 
Yeah, because they brought Charlie Nat or Nash and Charlie. He was basically like the Guile equivalent, but he was like Guile's best mate. So they brought yeah. him in, yeah. But, but Garrett, yeah, I definitely agree. By Street Fighter for three, he'd kind of been lost a little bit because Guile had returned. So I was like, oh yeah, Guile's back. I want to please, want to be Guile. But Guile, be Guile like, again. Guile and Charlie, I didn't find them that good by the time he got to Alpha three, just because the speed of the game had really changed so like you're looking at them as charge characters where if you don't know what charge characters you're listening to this is where you have to hold back and then you press forward and punch or you hold down and up and kick those are their moves for the sonic boom and the flash kick which in a in a game where almost every other character is doing quarter circle forward quarter circle back or back uh back to forward and plus plus a punch which is a lot quicker and a lot more frantic which more goes with the play style of this game your charge characters like Charlie, like Guile, like E Honda, like Blanca, yeah, they're there and good for them, but they're they're just not as good, I don't think, when you get the Street Fighter Alpha Three. And of course, someone's going to chime in. It's like, well, I'm good at them. Like, well, well, good for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> good for you. Here's a here's a pat on the back, you bastard. Some exactly. guys who are driving in this car going. Fuckers, I'm fucking amazing. The guy, I'll fucking take you on. We'll come to Australia. Come find me, and we'll fucking play Street Fighter Alpha Three. Fucking exactly. Hell. <laughs> that's what that that fucking hell we're gonna jesus book of rage what was the other thing i was gonna talk about and it was redoing really my head oh no it was something really positive and like oh that was it you mentioned about street fire alpha 2 right mm-hmm. one of the things i will say and i will forever say street fire alpha 2 pisses all over any game most games is the cover art for street fire alpha 2 you don't like it or you do like it no, I do like it. It's incredible. For Alpha two. I can't remember what was it. What was it for Alpha three? I do not like Alpha 3's PSP cover. I no, think that's that shit. was that was the artwork. That was the artwork. The picture of Ryu looking like sideways. That was the artwork. Whereas for, Street for Fighter Alpha two's Street Fighter Alpha two was Ryu looking up at Akuma. Yes, I remember that. I I remember the Street Fighter Alpha two artwork like explicitly, and I I do love it. I think it's really good. I just can't even remember Alpha threes. No, Alpha 3, it, it's basically like Ryu just looking to the side and then to the left of him is just all the other characters and that's it. There, there's nothing... Oh, it is shit. Have... I'm just looking at it right now. I had to look it up and it's the same across the board. It just has like Zangief like coming out with this Fighter's Edge background and it's yeah. just, it's total shit. It's yeah, bad. It is. But then you look at the Street Fighter Alpha 2 one and you've got Ryu, Akuma, with Sakura very faded in the background. It's like, fuck. Like, I want that on my wall. Like, literally on my wall. It's incredible. I, it's that good. I will say the Japanese Saturn cover is infinitely better. In fact, the is Japanese a, cover is, for both the games are better. Is this Alpha 3? Yeah. Hang on. This is how much research we do. Alpha 3, Jap- is it Japanese Saturn? Yeah, I just, I posted it in the uh, chat. Oh, you posting the chat? Well, that's cheating. Now I got to Okay, that makes sense. Oh, that's infinitely better. Yeah, zip. yeah, that's that. That Capcom, or that second one, is the one I'm used to. That was mm-hmm. the one for the PlayStation cover as well. But it's just, it's just not as good as the other one. Yeah, it's in the just United, not as good. In the US, it's it's complete. The the cover art we had for Alpha Three was complete trash. It was so bad. Uh, I don't know why they did it. It was just something that Capcom was doing at the time with their fighting games. And it was just like, what are you doing, guys? It's this Yeah, is oh, trash. that's what you had. Okay, so I had essentially the Japanese one. Oh, I had the so... Jap- I had that second one. 
So you got the third one, but I have seen the third one. But yeah, essentially, we got that second one for for Britain. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, yeah, that's not still nearly not as iconic as two. It's not as no. iconic as two. Nowhere near number two. Honestly, I want. I'm looking at my. Well, eventually, when I do sort this out, this place, I want that to be my, like, along with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle poster, which I one day get. I want that on my mm-hmm. wall because it would look fucking epic. <laughs> God knows now, I'm going to put it though. Now, did you ever play the one for the GBA? Because I heard Street Fighter Alpha Three for the GBA was pretty good, and I've never touched it. I, do you know what? I think I actually did. I think I did just because I was a sucker. Fucking in, fucking Nintendo was like, ooh, we got it on this console. Okay, I'll buy it. But I don't think I played it for that long. That's in my only memory, just because I had the PlayStation version. I was like, the PlayStation version's better, and it's got more buttons. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to play a GBA version. It's like playing a fighting game on the Nintendo. It's just, it's not going to be good. It, it, it's just not good. It's just, <laughs> it's not the same, isn't it? You need, like, I'm not someone who has a... Um, a joystick what would you call it like a uh, what would you call it is it you know you when you have like an arcade stick an arcade stick i'm yeah. not one of those who does that uh, i'm always been a controller man and but yeah trying to play it on a, a, a console where even though playing on the psp is hard it's not the same playing a psp i think you just need your hands together that's how i've always I found it yeah I, I agree i agree but i actually want to get like i know street fighter 6 is coming out next year but i want to get really good at street fighter 5 to get ready for street fighter alpha sorry for street fighter 6 because i'm like fuck that game just looks ridiculous i i i don't know i haven't played a street fighter game at all since four and i didn't even play a lot of it so like i don't know like when i look back at the alpha series this is like really the send-off to me playing fighting games and i think that's Wow, fighting games, okay, wow. Just in general. Like, after the Alpha series, because I, I tried to play, I tried to play, you know, Street Fighter 3, and I couldn't get into it. No, I could, yeah. yeah, sure, I played a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel vs. Capcom 2, so I'd say that's officially the end of it, but in terms of how the games played and how they controlled it, it really goes back to what Alpha 3 was doing, because uh, they, they were being made right around the same time. So, like, I, I'd look at, fighting games moving forward and yeah that's why i think i hold the alpha series so close to close to my heart is because like that was the last time i was just really into the fighting game genre and i think what you mentioned then about um marvel vs. capcom 2 and this is also probably the case for the the nsk series they reused a lot of the alpha artwork it was literally a copy and paste for so many games. I was like oh that'll do. I know for the nsk series like nsk 2 i used to love that growing up. And they used a lot of the alpha sprites. Like Sagat is an alpha sprite. Ryu and Ken got redrawn. But you, you look and you say, okay, that's an alpha sprite. This game doesn't work because all you've done is just copy and pasted sprites. That's all you've done. Fuck this. <laughs> Honestly, you look at Darkstalkers, right? The characters of Moana or whatever her name is. Or Morgan. Morgan. From Darkstalkers, Darkstalkers 2. And Looker and, SN, and Capcom vs. SNK 2. And then just vomit. Oh, it's disgusting. It's it's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. But then, yeah, they used these skins for the Marvel vs. Capcom series. And Marvel vs. Capcom 2... <sighs> Fuck. What a game that was. Fuck, what a game. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Like, I'm not everyone's snorting. anything. Everyone's snorting. Oh, everyone's snorting. 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 Oh, they did. 
In, oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Doc Sakura was in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah, that's true. I mean, everyone was in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Come on, man. Oh, it was. I, literally, <laughs> I can't wait for that game to be freed. Will it ever uh, be free? Yeah, free Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Hashtag. I just, oh, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Because Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was dreadful. Yeah, I never played it. Like I said, I mean, I, I dropped Fighters off after Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And you did well, because Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is not the same, and it hasn't got <laughs> the the Fox character. It hasn't got the X-Men, and that's like, you're not going to work without the X-Men. I was like, Yeah, that's where just... it all started, with Street Fighter, X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Exactly. Do you know what? I've never played that. You should. You need to. I should. It started off with Children of the Atom. There was Children of the Atom, then there was Street Fighter Alpha, and then some great arsehole at Capcom went, ooh, let's put them together. And yeah, it just worked, didn't it? It was like, oh my god, this game works so well. But yeah, one day I will cover Marvel vs. Capcom 2. That is going to be covered on this show, without a doubt. And it's getting a 10. I don't care what anyone says, it's getting a fucking 10. <laughs> it would deserve it. Yeah, I would be right it there. It will deserve it. A 10. it. It just will. It's just it's automatic. You don't even have to watch it. Just, it's getting a fucking 10, and I'm going to suck its dick all day long. No negatives. <laughs> it's just a 10. Uh, we wouldn't be able to hear you talk, man, because that game has a giant one. You'd just be like... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's just my guest talking the whole time. You go. <laughs> and I should say, if you are listening to, into this show with your kid in the car, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is reality. Welcome to adulthood, bitch. Yeah, this is what we do when we get old enough. We start sucking video games cocks. They present it to us and we just suck it at because we love it so much. But with Nintendo, it's the teat of Nintendo. With everything else, it's the cock. And look, look, little Billy in the car right now, just don't look at your mother that way. She knows. <laughs> little Billy's probably like, is that what that sound was? I thought Mommy was choking Daddy. <laughs> Mommy was choking Daddy. God. It was the other way around, but yeah. The other way around. Oh, oh. I've got to go wake up my little girl in a minute. What a what an image to say to her. I'm sorry. That was. I've, I've literally like the door, the joy, the best thing, the light in my eye, and there's me just down below a few minutes later going. <laughs> oh she's gonna fucking hate me well she doesn't even know what that means not that I'm gonna wake her up I'll just clarify everyone I'm not gonna go to my daughter's cot and then just go (laughs) (laughs) don't play this episode for my poor wife's gonna be in bed and hear just over the baby monitor me gagging and wondering what the fuck is going on (laughs) oh Oh, this is taking I'm happy I can help you out oh thank you well Look, I've gone through all my notes. Have you got anything else you want to cover as we've just, just, just gone into this random gagging phase? <sighs> we, well, we said there was smut. No, I just want to say, hey, look, Street Fighter Alpha 3 has, has so many different modes and is just much more than an arcade game. And this was kind of like at that height, right before Soul Calibur made it like popular. This was the game that brought so much more to the home other than just 1v1 or... Uh, the arcade mode and this is why this is a game that holds up even today and it's yeah, it's definitely really special it is and it is so if you had to give this a 10 out of 10 how would you do it 
If I had to give it a ten out of ten, you're already you're already scoring it for me. I, I um, realized I realized what I said. I was like, shit, I'm putting words in his mouth here. If you had to give it a score out of ten. Uh, I would give it a nine. I would give it a nine. I think there's like just because like the best version is the home version with all the additional modes, but most people are going to play the PlayStation version and like the Saturn version is just that much quicker and snappier and everything like that. But even so like the, the difficulty curve for this game is just a little too much for anyone who's just trying to casually get into it. So just because like it's, it's a little too difficult. I know I sound like a bitch here and I'll take it. I would, I would give it a nine, but, uh, because I do want to play on level four difficulty, I can't. I just get smacked all the time. So it loses a point for making me feel like I suck, even though I know I suck. So yeah, nine out of ten. I'll, I'll give it a nine and a half because I, I just, you know, as you said, it's a great game, but it had a lot of influence for other games because you know, literally that model just got used in the Capcom series versus Marvel. And I think, yeah, I think this was the most complete, one of the most complete fighting games on the PlayStation, second only to Tekken. Like, I think Tekken 3, I think, is still the greatest play- fighting game on the PlayStation, but this I helped agree. find it. But for me, this had, as it said, that battle with Ryu and Ken versus Bison, because it came out of nowhere, is still in my top video game moments to not know it was there and to suddenly be able to recreate something I'd seen in an anime film, which was also so amazing, is just iconic for me. So I will love this game. I'll never badmouth it. It is a difficult game to get into if you want to become really good. But as I said, if you're a Street Fighter nut, this is the one, well, you can argue whether it's two or three, but this holds up along with all the others just as well. And it's definitely, for me, in their top five Street Fighter games I've ever done. Mm. It's hard to disagree with that. Well, sir, I'm now going to look at my daughter and wake her up and wonder what am I doing as a father. (laughs) Um, But as always, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, pleasure to be here, man. Thank you for having me as always. And that was Street Fighter Alpha 3. Thank you very much for Chris for once again coming on the show. And I said, if you like him, you love his work, go to Retro Hangover Podcast, which is absolutely fantastic. And thank you all to everyone supporting this show. I hope you really enjoyed it. If you want to get behind the show a little bit more, go over to patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars. And until then, I will see you all next week. You take care of yourself. My name's Danny. Bye-bye.